0: everyone. Welcome to Episode 10 of the Disaster Dads. Thank you for joining us, and I hope you all enjoyed your Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, we are now in the throes of getting ready for the uh, next holiday because this is the holiday season. So enjoy it with all of those around you. Uh, this is Eric, the host of your Disaster Dads today, and I am luckily and happily joined by the rest of the dads. We've got Rob, Frank, Joe, and Dan all sitting around the virtual digital table And um, we are here to share goodness with you around the issues of holidays, enjoyment, and peace, love, and chicken grease. Because that's for some reason stuck in my head right now. And I apologize for that. And I'm going to share that with all of you. Um, But, you know, uh, we're into that season right now of of holiday planning and holiday preparation. Um, If you are like me, I right now have a Christmas lights up. We do have a Christmas tree up right now. Um, I don't know how long that Christmas tree is gonna last i'm I'm not even kidding this is the closest. Charlie Brown Christmas tree that we have ever had I think it was probably dead when we took it off the lot and it has shed so many pine needles just coming into the house right now so um, for anyone else that is going through that right now uh, I feel you I'm with you during this time of need as we work through our uh, Christmas tree debacles Um, I do know Dan I think you got neighbors to help you bring yours in did you like go into a a national park and and, you know scavenge yours from Paul Bunyan
1: Yes, that's exactly right, Eric. That's our annual tradition. Uh, I fought a bear. <laughs> Felony the theft from the federal government. I fought a bear for the tree. The loser has to keep the tree. Once again, this year I lost. So we had to bring this stupid big tree into my house. Um, and yeah, it had reached the point where I needed to uh, call in a neighbor for an assist. Um, so big shout out to Jesse for uh, coming over to to help me out with that one.
2: Did you at least remember a chain, uh, saw or a chainsaw or something to cut it down?
1: No, I use I use my teeth, Frank, um, as is the holiday tradition in my family. <laughs>
3: Who here actually cut down a tree this year as opposed to going to a lot? I
4: did. Yeah, I have a fake one, so I didn't cut down crap. You, you, you've gone fake, Joe? Uh, well, I mean, you've you known me for a long time yes <laughs> i pull the box out of the basement I,
1: I would just like to say that when eric asked who cut down trees <laughs> one person raised their hand
3: and just yeah. quick pro yeah. tip we're gonna need to do more than hand <laughs> raising for the All fun I, I will need actual live answers and so, so three so three of us <laughs> went out to the woods and, and cut down live trees i'm yeah. guessing yes. yeah yeah three of us no. Yeah, I, I had the Griswold moment because we cut ours down. They bailed it to pencil thin with, with rope. I bare hugged it, brought it in the living room, and just with a pair of scissors. I was like, hope it fits, and I'm waiting for the limbs to go through the windows. And <laughs>
0: there there is was, always a moment of tension when you do that. It's like, I do enjoy the netting. The netting is an excellent thing
3: that has come to the Christmas tree industry. Not, no, not netting. It was, it was one continuous like, spiral rope around Are the tree. That so that's that's much better than how they wrap cars. One cut and just stand back and the whole thing just took two minutes and opened right up.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, as mine was wrapped in a net. And as I took it off the top of the car, I'm getting pine needles down my shirt. I'm bringing it in and, it, you know, squeeze it through the door. More pine needles going everywhere. And then as I cut it open and as it flopped out, it, like needles just, I mean, just everywhere. Um, and so, of course... Get it all wrapped up or get all the Christmas lights and everything on it. Get it look real pretty. Kids are starting to put Christmas uh, ornaments on. Uh, A couple have been broken. Uh, Not sacrificed to the ornament gods like in Dan's household, but uh, a few have been broken. And then then my uh, wife decides to say, you know, we should probably take it back to the place we got it because it's losing way too many needles. Um, at this point, I'm, I'm pretty much done with the whole ordeal. It's the tree that we're going to have no matter how bad it gets. Um, so, honey, if you're listening to this one, yeah, no, we're not getting a different tree.
4: I'm sorry.
2: There's stuff that you can actually buy to put in
3: the water to help it stop shedding needles.
4: Yeah, my tree has yet to lose a needle.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because I have a second fake tree in the basement, and that thing's losing needles as if it were alive.
4: Operator error. <laughs> yeah, probably.
0: And no, Frank, I'm not going to go get stem cells for a Christmas tree and start injecting it in there to see what I can do. <laughs> He's wasn't
3: just it, the wasn't water. There, yeah, Wasn't there lore lure that you put sugar in the water or something?
0: Yeah, no. I, I think no? I tried that one year. That just accelerated everything. So I wouldn't recommend it.
3: But that's if
0: you're
4: making corn on the cob.
1: But now totally this year. Eric, yeah. This year, Eric, aren't you smoking your tree this year? Right. <laughs>
4: I probably will. <laughs> so
0: when you get that phone That's call. That's a up,
4: euphemism for marijuana, kids.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna have to split up the family to all four of you. So decide which one of you wants to have me sleep in your basement. And then someone else gets a kid. And then someone else gets a kid. And
4: someone else gets a Not spouse. It. So we're going to have to break that up. Before we get too deep in this, uh, a point of correction. When you did the intro, you said this is episode 10. This is, in fact, episode 9. Oh, I don't. I don't want our listeners to go scurrying back to our website trying to figure out what they missed. Dear single listener, you have not missed anything.
3: (laughs) We, We have not made it to our 10th anniversary episode.
4: No,
0: you're right. No. Um, that is. Very... I just
3: didn't – I wanted to get that out there so that our, our
4: listener was not confused. <laughs> I, I appreciate that because I would
0: have been very confused as I would have labeled this 10 for everything and put it up. I'm even looking at something that says Episode 9, but I please said 10. Please
3: don't lynch us on Twitter at Disaster Dads.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you caught any other errors within the first 10 minutes, please – uh, reach out to us at DisasterDads.com or on just Twitter at disasterdads.
1: And and just you send can split that workload up between a couple days. If you don't have time tomorrow to do it all. <laughs> yeah,
0: re- re- just re-listen to it a few times. You know, get all the nuances uh, and uh, get the bullet point list together and send it to us at DisasterDads.com or a comment on the episodes. Now we have that ability through our website uh, and visit us there. So, this episode we're going to be talking about something that. Um, is very timely for the season um, and also is a useful opportunity to get supplies that you may need for your at-home either a stockpile of emergency gear or just you know uh, a stockpile of emergency gear for the kids whatever it may be for you that uh, that you want to get so we want to talk about each of the dads has kind of been thinking about this for a couple weeks about some item that they either have that they recommend
1: oversell
0: (laughs) 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 that they either have and they recommend or that they want uh to get in their um their holiday stocking uh that would help out with either their personal um emergency preparedness their home emergency preparedness or something to help them out with um either the family preparedness issues or just helping dealing with their kids um whatever it may be so so this is our kind of our gear holiday episode and um you know, it's been recommended by a few people, and so I uh, would like to thank you all for those uh, ideas. And uh, we're now going to be tackling that. And so, um, uh, yeah. So again, your ideas do come to fruition if you reach out to us. So we do appreciate that. Um, I will. I will kick it off with one that I've been interested in for a couple years, and um, uh, finally just bit the bullet on and bought it on my uh, for my own personal. Because you know, you have your own. Christmas list that you buy yourself, you know, items from and just say that it's, you know, cuz it's the season or whatever. So, um I've been interested in the product called Gotenna uh for a couple years now. It was a Kickstarter product um that uh they met all their, you know, requirements the first time around and then they're now at like REI other places. So, Gotenna is a Bluetooth connect Device or blue, it connects to your iPhone or your smart, uh, you know, whatever type of smartphone you have via Bluetooth. But it's operates on a radio frequency that right now um, doesn't have any other, um, it's like an emergency, res- uh, emergency band channel. So it's kind of free, it's just used for these kind of devices. And what they've done is if you're in an area that either has no cell service at all or you're in an area such as a mall or a concert or a uh, cruise ship or whatever it may be that um well i guess a cruise ship doesn't have its own cell phone antenna but uh in an area where the cell towers are overwhelmed you activate your GoTenna and through the app you're able to uh, text someone within your your circle that has a GoTenna, um, and you're able to communicate with that person no matter how overwhelmed or hurt or even if there is no cell tower you can use your phone to text to someone and i think it's up to four to five miles line of sight um which is you know decent for for most areas and if you're hiking you know a little sketchy it's it's a couple you know a mile ish if you're you know have mountains in their area or whatever but so it's one way to communicate they just upgraded it to the GoTenna mesh, uh, and that's what I just purchased for for the family. And um, you buy them in packs of two, so that you can communicate. But the mesh then works kind of like um, well, it's a mesh. It, it uh, talks to other people that have the GoTenna, and they may not be within your circle, but your message will will pass through their device and then bounce around. So it's kind of a old school telephone. You know, it'll talk to this this mesh device which will reach out to another mesh device so it'll kind of circle around if there's mountains or something in the way so you can communicate Um, I think that's an awesome way to you know uh, if you're traveling especially if you're traveling abroad and you and your travel partners uh, most likely in my case you know be my my wife and we've got the kids if we decide one person take one kid somewhere and one person take the other kid somewhere else we'll be able to text each other and keep in contact without having to use data from, um, you know, international data, right? So that's, you know, a cost-saving measure there. But it's also if uh, when we had the earthquake in the area, we, um, you know, lost cell phone service for a while because there were so many people that were trying to text and to get in touch with people, you'd be able to communicate with your, you know, with the people in your uh, circle. And so you'd be able to do it that way. So I think it's a great product. Gotenna. Um, uh, the link will be in the uh, show notes so you can check it out if you want you know it's it's a couple hundred dollars for two devices and you can link two phones together and do it that way Um, but so that is kind of my kickoff item for our gear review episode i haven't been able to review it yet because i haven't got it yet Uh, but you know i'll do a follow-up when that does happen but i'm intrigued i'm very intrigued by the uh, possibilities of this device so um you know, I, I apparently have not won over any of the dads with my description of it at this point, which is, is similar to the conversation that I had with uh, my wife as we were discussing my uh, purchase of this as well. So um, I, I'm, not, I'm used to those stares, so I appreciate that. But that is my first kickoff uh, item.
3: I, I got a quick question about You talked about the, the antenna and the mesh yeah. and linking devices. Does each device need its own go or as long as one device has it, Or or is nearby it? Yeah, and then you just link onto that.
0: Each device, so each person will need their own GoTenna. So that's why. You know, um, you know, it'd be like the, you know, in our our case, it'd be the two adults would have the GoTenna linked to their phone, and so it'd just be those two people that connect. But with the mesh, if we didn't, you know, weren't line of sight of each other, whatever, it would reach out to someone else's GoTenna and talk to them and And just bounce
3: off. Yeah,
0: and just bounce around. Um, They found a way. They found a way for it to the packet of information to transfer and it's confidential. So if it, you know, if I'm trying to reach you and Frank's not necessarily in my circle and I send it and it goes to him and then goes to to you, Rob, Frank won't be able to read the the packet of information. It's just being bounced through his, his node.
2: Right. So is it, is there an app on each phone? Is that how it works?
0: Yeah, so it's an, you would download an app that you would um, then link with uh, low-energy Bluetooth. So if you're in an area that doesn't have cell service, you turn off your Wi-Fi, turn off your cell, but keep your Bluetooth on. So you'd be able to extend your battery life for quite a while as well. So I, d- I, only, I, I only know that it works through phones. Um, I know some of these apps are available also, like if you have a MacBook but I don't know if they work that way um, to communicate back and forth, like through a MacBook pro or something like that. So something to figure out, but so that's my, that's my first item I'm going to toss out there. So cool with that. I've done a tech item. Uh, you know, it's good for family, good for disaster. Who wants to share their item? Anyone want to Dan?
1: Sure. Sure. Okay. (laughs) Well, I'll I'll go back. This is one of my favorites. Joe likes it when I bring this one up in particular. Uh, (laughs) Which is just old school, which is something that I keep in the back of my car, um, which is a, like a, an army shovel. I think the technical name is an entrenching tool um, that it basically just folds up into a little square, but then when you fully deploy it, it just looks like a maybe three-foot shovel. Um, there's a ton of different brands that make them, both commercially, and you can get army surplus ones as well. Um, for those of us that live in areas where there's snow, it's useful. <laughs> Um, to have or just if you ever do anything outdoors with your family where you may need to dig, uh, it's useful as well. Uh, so that's one that I keep in the back of my car. It's a lot easier than keeping a snow shovel in the back of your car, uh, which I know growing up in New England was something that a lot of people used to do. Uh, and uh, so that's it's, it doesn't have Bluetooth capability, at least mine doesn't. <laughs> but I'm waiting for the next round of funding to go through um it, it does violate will. it does violate rob's home depot rule which is always by the one with a laser on it if i recall correctly uh but um you know it's one of those uh simple and you can get one for like 10 or 20 bucks uh and it's uh it's come in handy is that the
0: shovel that one side is a serrated blade so like you could
1: there are you ones that needed. have that yeah the yes. like, zombie killer ones that have that <laughs> uh Mine is just like – just looks like a normal shovel, had like a trowel shape. So I'm looking
4: at this online. It's made by Ames. Genuine military issue, steel blade with aluminum handle. Can be used as a saw, axe, mattock, or shovel. I don't know what a mattock is. I'm familiar with shovels and axes and saws. <laughs> matic with a D or a T? No, M A T T O C K. I'm sure one of our listeners is like, "Oh, you idiot! Obviously, a matic is whatever." Isn't that a
1: wildfire? Uh, wildfire tool where like you bend a. Here, let me Google that for you, Joe. Uh, <laughs> it's an agricultural Folds to nine inches, shaped like a pickaxe.
4: Close. Excellent. So, yeah, there you
1: 2. go. Two point eight
4: pounds. Wow, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, mine is really light. Mine is probably—I don't know if mine has matic capability
3: or not, but uh, mine's probably yeah two pounds. That yeah, some good. of them. When you have the blade flat, you you can twist the uh the adjusting collar and just turn the blade ninety degrees, and that's Correct. and then tighten it down again. So that's how that works. I knew the shovel did that. I have one. I have one with the serrated edge on one side. Uh, I did not know it was called that when you twist the blade, twist the the shovel. So.
0: It's good to know. I I had one something like that when I was in Cub Scouts way back in the day when my town actually had Cub Scouts. But it didn't fold all the way. It didn't fold into a small, compact unit like the one that you're talking about. It was like the shovel just would fold down, but the handle was, you know, whatever it was, a foot and a half long. So it just had a cover that went on it so you could attach it to a backpack. But it didn't, the handle didn't snap shut. It was just the blade
3: that did. Sp- well, this is why Dan said that you would go for military surplus, not Cub Scout surplus.
0: <laughs> That's a great idea, though, Dan. The, the shovel is a, you know, universal. It fits in the car. You can take it wherever you need to go. Uh, you can also, you know, use it for stuff in the house. Use it on the go for whenever you travel. It's probably fit-
1: one thing in the house you can use that for, Eric. <laughs> uh, if if your window. Car-
0: carving the smoked tree.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's uh, Yeah
0: exactly that's well done Rob that was a good one yeah you could use it to to carve the smoke tree you could use it to uh, if something was flushed down a toilet that shouldn't be you could try to use it to get it out I don't know break apart the toilet and get I'm, it out I'm stretch I'm stretching here so I'm just <laughs> gonna stop on that one but no so that's a good idea Dan that's a it's a good useful item for disasters but also a good useful item just to have around a house thanks so, Dad Thank you. Hey, I'm trying, I'm trying my best here. So, uh, going in circles, Rob, what do you have to bring to the, the disaster dad's gear list show?
3: I am going the dad preparedness route for the low level disasters. That being something like a diaper blowout. And that's going to be the variations of diaper bags and backpacks that are available. Mm -mm. Um, most of our kids on here, uh, Well, Joe, you would probably need a a new one of these with the new one on the way. Uh, We had a Dad Gear messenger bag style backpack or messenger style diaper bag uh, that worked well. Uh, Dad Gear also has backpacks and the Epic vest.
0: I love the vest. Uh, You can
3: wear the diaper accoutrement that you would need. Uh, I also found another one from uh, Paperclip. Unfortunately, this is not coming out until january so won't work uh for the christmas drive uh that was also kind of pricey uh we'll have the links up but the paperclip diaper backpack had a uh rollout mat that was attached hmm. to the bag so you, you roll out the the changing mat put your kid on it do what needs to be done roll that mat right back up uh all in one shot so
0: it's is Paperclip the the brand? And can you roll the kid up in the bag when you're done?
3: Paperclip is the brand, and yeah, you probably could if you uh, assert yourself, wrap the kid right up there. Not that I endorse that. I'm just endorsing the bag. <laughs> That's uh, efficient. I like efficiency
4: back. when I'm changing a diaper. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now
3: I've have got the vest. I love
0: the vest a lot. Um, it's got this the pockets on the sides where you can you know put bottles or whatever those kind of things. But it's got a my favorite part, it's got a pocket, a zip pocket in the back along the small of your back. And that's where you can put the diapers if you want. And also, um, it's got a changing mat back there. Uh, so it's it's pretty sweet. I like it a lot. And it's got pockets on the inside to hold uh, spare clothes if you need it. Um,
1: yeah. But as all of us that have more than one kid here knows, um, diaper bag uh, recommendations are only for first-time parents. Because by the time the second kid shows up or more forget it you're like one of you will have like a, a diaper in your pocket <laughs> and someone someone will have wipes somewhere maybe and you'll just figure it out and like the days of having the like perfectly organized ready to go diaper bag done forget See, it number 2
0: is my opportunity to not get the Kate Spade diaper bag so i could get one that i felt at least comfortable walking <laughs> around with that wasn't
4: uh, <laughs> gold and red and had leather trim yeah, it had
2: skull bones on it
4: in the interest of disappointing our listeners paperclip bags currently not available and when they are available they're three hundred
3: dollars yeah that nice. was, that was the information I found today that like I said not coming out through January so uh Get the I.O.U. out if that's what your gift is going to be. <laughs> nice. So. Damn.
4: They are stylish, though. These are some smart-looking diaper bags.
3: That's also why I went with the the, the Dad Gear ones are really – I mean, they're simple. I mean, I, when we got one, we had an orange Dad Gear messenger bag, and I put it down next to my work bag and realized, I'm like, there's going to come a day where I grab the wrong one, and I'm going to end up with diapers, wipes, and onesies instead of a laptop when I get to work. Yeah.
1: I have um, definitely – gone showing up at work on multiple occasions with um at least one pair of socks for someone much smaller than me uh in my pocket
3: i think we've all hit the point where we got to work and we realized that uh, you know what these we need, these a, rim shot. Mine, we need these a rim shot uh...
1: ready to go <laughs> on the uh on the podcast here
3: we edit it in the sound effects
1: later
0: boom boom tsch. Uh, you know, I actually, I think it might have come with sound effects. I should check it out to see if the software has that. If you've just heard sound effects, it means I've learned how to use it. Uh, but oh. as the rest of the dads realize, I am actually not very good with the software as I thought I was. So most likely you do not hear any snare drum. Well, you do hear snare drum, but that's not coming from my sound effects that I'm putting into the uh, into the show. Um, but, yeah. So, no, I, I'm always, I mean, first. I, I think you can use a diaper bag for quite a few years. So if you get one that is then able to be used uh, uh, after the diaper bag cycle, after I mean, that's that's all the better.
3: Uh, we still have ours packed with change of clothes in the back of the car just because because every kid is going to need to change of clothes at some point during the day.
0: Thanks, Rob. All right, Frank, you're up.
3: All hey, right, I'm with your gift
0: it. goodness. Come on, come
3: on, fill me oh. in.
2: I'm gonna stay low tech too, but I'm gonna go with uh, something that I use, and probably most guys have something similar, but a, a Leatherman tool. Um, yes, with you know screwdriver. Yes, queen. Little saw. Reach. All kinds of stuff like that. Folds up. Got a pair of pliers when you open it up. Fits nice into a little case. You can clip it on your belt. I use it a lot. Um, when I was on duty on the fire department, it was always with me. Actually, my six-year-old son got me one for Christmas a few years back um, that I use all the time. Uh, so that's what I – you can use it for all, anything. In fact, it's, and now it's in my glove box in my car. So whenever I uh, whenever I need a tool, it's right there. So that's what I'm going to go with. Pretty simple, yeah.
3: for, straightforward. That's a good one. That, that or a Swiss Army knife are easy go-to yep. stocking stuffers. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah as and as someone who has to go through security for his job occasionally and has forgotten that he has a knife clipped to his belt or in his backpack um even if you already have one just tossing another one into a stocking is a good thing because they seem to disappear or get collected by certain agents at certain facilities
2: yeah i carry around with me every day just a regular old little swiss army knife it's probably about you know two inches it has a Screwdriver, a pair of scissors, and
0: um, does it
4: have the toothpick?
0: I remember the one yes. that had the toothpick in. Oh, yeah.
2: Toothpick and, a so so and the little tweezers.
1: That's the tweezers.
4: Yeah. Have you have you lost the toothpick though, or is it still in the knife?
2: No, it's still in the knife. Oh, it's still in
1: the knife. Yeah, I'm a big like I know when when we were all back at the firehouse. I was a big proponent of never using the like really expensive version of anything. Um, for exactly that reason, like if it breaks or you lose it, it's not.
2: Or somebody or down the tube. Somebody stole it out of your uh,
3: gear, right? So, we, all know, um, we all know stuff didn't get stolen at the firehouse. It was just a lot of people trying to get their stuff back, <laughs> right? <laughs> yep. Brotherhood.
4: brotherhood.
3: So, you know when I walk around, I probably shouldn't say
2: this on a podcast. When I walk around schools, I have my little Swiss Army knife with me. You know I don't want to do some teacher see me carrying a big pocket knife around. So, but you need to car. be ready
1: to stab those children if something happens. Yeah,
2: right. Right.
1: Somebody's got to put them down. <laughs> Joe, how could you say that?
4: <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes Whoa. the truth hurts. <laughs> edit, edit, edit.
0: Yeah, hey, mark that one down too. Oh, come on. <laughs> we'll see. It's Sunday night. I'm not sure if I'm going to have time to get all these edits taken care of. <laughs> you guys are crazy. But no, that's a, I mean, that's, a good fr- that's a good one, Frank, to have a, any sort of just small utilitarian? utilitarian, Utility knife? Utilitarian? Utility. Does that mean it can use, be used for a lot of different things?
4: Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what that means. I thought that, utilitarian you know. utility knife. I
1: thought that means they believe in the free market to solve all the problems. Or is that something else? <laughs> <laughs> that means it's a really big knife. Yeah,
0: (laughs) but no, that's a good one that everyone should have. You just—I mean, uh, I was a big fan of uh, NCIS. I don't even know if it's still on, but I used to watch all the time. And one of the rules, one of the characters, hey, we have to bring it to TV shows at some point because I used to actually watch TV. Uh, You know, you—you can't go anywhere without a knife. You always need a knife. So if it's—if it's set on a TV show, it's
4: true, right? Yep. Um, TV shows and Twitter. Anything said on both
1: of those mediums is true. Yeah, or if it's reported on Facebook. Yes. Cool.
0: Thanks, Frank. Appreciate that. All right, Static Joe, what do you got for us?
4: Uh, I've got uh, a couple. I have two items, actually, uh, which is very exciting. If We have time for both of them. Um, the first is, uh, and this was the joke that uh, brought up last time, is a bottle of whiskey. And he, listen, hear me out. So... Whiskey serves a lot of purposes. One, obviously, it's good and it gets you drunk. The second is... It, <laughs> it's good um, it gets
0: you drunk. <laughs> like, <yeah. There> you
4: <laughs> I go. don't know what else you guys do with it. Um, battlefield medicine, right? If you need to sterilize something, what better way than a bottle of whiskey? Cheap um, vodka. vodka. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I don't have any vodka in the house. I only have probably 12 or 13 bottles of whiskey. So um, my serious my serious gift and this is in the bag realm which is the same thing that rob talked about so sorry for some duplicity here but um, my sis my sister for christmas last year got me a uh, polar uh, carry on bag polar's the brand name p o l e r and uh, this is a seriously um, well made uh, duffel bag um, there's if you just google go to polarstuff.com p o l e r stuff.com Um, they make they're a bag manufacturer Uh, all their component parts made in the United States put together in Oregon Um, and they I've had this bag now for a year it's gone through multiple flights I've taken it to work Uh, it's a gym bag it's basically held everything I need so you know no guy can really survive without a good duffel bag so definitely uh, recommend checking out their product it is a uh, incredibly well made bag so those are my uh, those are my Christmas gifts that I recommend. So the perfect
0: gift we need to get for Joe is a bag full of rye
1: or whiskey. or
0: Scotch. Yeah. So we just put that all together with a proper. But it all needs yeah.
1: to be labeled for medicinal purposes only. Yes. For his yes. battlefield medicine that he's doing at his home. <laughs> <Battlefield>, yeah.
3: <laughs> just put a big Red Cross match logo on the, on the side and will be fine.
4: Two-year-olds hurt themselves, and when they hurt themselves, I need to drink.
0: Yep. When they hurt themselves, they hurt you. Uh-oh. And so...
4: <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> I, I, fell, I fell down the stairs <laughs> two days ago.
1: You Damn, are understand. you okay?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Carrying a laundry basket down the stairs, you should see my back right now. I have about an eighteen-inch square swath of navy blue down my back. It's brutal, and I'm in pain. But
3: you as my wife, girl, will, to do his own laundry.
4: I know, as my wife will tell you, the pain is probably more man flu than uh, than actual pain and suffering. But oh, that's, that um, stuff hurts.
1: Picture it didn't happen, Joe.
3: We'll put them in the show notes. Just just run it off. Rub some dirt on it. Come on.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> Strip ball. down and show us on the show us sh- for those on the on the YouTube live stream.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Same folks that saw Frank raise his hand.
1: Yeah. Good times. I have another one. I have breaking podcast news. Oh. So, I have another gift idea, which is as we all know, I'm a big proponent of the grommeted tarp. Which is a tarp with the holes in it, so you can tie it down. Uh, Amazon.com. You can install your own grommets on a tarp that does not come pre-grommeted. This is breaking podcast news. Wait, oh. could you ha, could you like install as many grommets as you want? Yeah, buddy. The future yeah. is the future is yours. Do you get to pick which color grommets? Is it brass we or We live silver? in a brave new world. Uh, there are you have material choices. I don't know if you have color choices. We're talking brass, we're talking plastic, you know. Life is good. That's all I'm saying. That's pretty good. Nylon. You want to go? You want to go real, uh, real deal here? We've got, a, or excuse me, yeah, nylon grommet. Look at that. It's like an injection molded, reinforced nylon clamp on grommet. The fact that you can do a bunch of different grommets, I enjoy that. I don't think
0: I've had the. Um... Well, I've enjoyed a good tarp, but not as much as you, Dan. And I've really come on to your side on the importance of a nice, heavy-duty tarp.
3: Oh yeah, buddy, essential. Yeah, I mean. And now, and now he can bedazzle the craziness <laughs> out of it out of a tarp with as many dramas exactly. as he wants. Yes, or, or he can use it to
2: installation
1: Is. Uh, is the bedazzling, the disaster dad bedazzling. Exactly.
2: <laughs> or you can use put a couple of grommets on his uh, diaper bag fold-out uh, yeah. tarp to keep the kid down. That's yeah. right, anchor
0: that thing down. Yep. <laughs> yep, you put in the grommets so then you can tie the kid down Gulliver style so that they can't get
4: out. By the way, so the, the baby,
1: just to tie it all back in, the the baby-changing equivalent of a tarp uh, is the, uh, the like, fold-out blue puppy pads that are absorbent. <laughs> Keep those in the (laughs) diaper bag for when you're out and there's a really bad one. You put that down, you put the kid on top of it, end of the the change, just fold it all up and throw it away. Holy crap. Uh, Where have you been, Dan? I've just been killing life, Eric. This is is a new one for me. Killing life. You guys have to have another kid now just so you can experience how awesome this is.
0: Well, mine just started doing solid poops, so... Yeah, I've kind of
1: missed. Oh, oh no, you hurt. need this for the liquid I, stage. Yeah, this is liquid you need stage. Need this so for I, the hurt locker.
0: I've missed it. I've missed that phase. Crap, that would have been like really, really good. Yep.
1: I wouldn't say you missed it.
0: Well, no, I didn't miss it. I mean, it's, I've gone past that stage.
1: All right, how many people have on this podcast have just thrown out a onesie after a change <laughs> rather than even attempting to? Once again, with raise, the hand, raise,
2: raise your hand. hand. Raise, raise your, your hand. hand. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: oh my god yeah we were on a trip and all, the oldest was yeah
1: that's when it happened to us too yeah the oldest will be my like parents, thanksgiving
0: um, um you know The youngest is just, it smells really bad back here, Daddy. It smells really bad. So, okay, fine. The first parking lot you can get into. The odor's starting to come up front. And, yeah, Yeah. luckily we had one of the pads in the car seat that absorbed it. But the outfit and something with the way those rear facing car seats work, it just shoots up the, the small of their back, follows the spine, comes out the top of the shirt collar, up their hair.
1: It's like... Is this Newton's twelfth law? This must of, have been your kid. Because that mean, never happened.
2: <laughs> that's just your kid.
1: Yeah, that I have never know. had it go up Eric, you that. are the father.
0: <laughs> oh my God! My kid told me I stank the other days in public. It was proud and embarrassing all at the same time. It's funny. He start walking faster. I I may be that one that's dragging the kid behind because I'm afraid of what they're gonna say. But. Yep yeah but no that the the puppy pad thing i dan amazing that is a great points, idea points for
3: dan eric is now changing his christmas list
0: well no i'm still i'm not there's no there's no third one any near future So I mean, I, all
3: right so so who's next on the uh christmas list any other gifts we're missing
0: no i think the tarp got us covered <laughs> hey, oh, yeah. hey, oh, my God. i got that one yeah oh. <laughs> that was good um, but no so i really i mean again thanks all for listening thanks dads for all of your ideas on this It was a roundabout of of tech uh, high tech low tech uh just utilitarian smart things to have around um joe's personal wish list of just Having a good whiskey, which I think is universal for anybody,
1: but uh, but justifying it using Civil War battlefield medicine—that's <laughs> the important part. That, that brings it home.
0: That's what makes Joe Sweetheart, a disaster this 20, dad.
1: This twenty-year lag of is necessary in case I need to, uh, you know, <laughs> cut your leg off and disinfect the stump. That's the right. smokiness will help.
2: You can use the side of the, your your um, collapsible shovel there to cut it off.
1: Yeah, yeah, and just bite
2: down, on, do the the do bite on, down the on the Leatherman
4: case. Bite down on the Leatherman case.
1: thank me later.
4: Throw, <laughs> put, the, throw the stump in the tarp.
0: Roll it in the tarp. Zip it up in the bag, and then tell everyone about it via Gotenna. There
1: you go. <laughs> Boom. Done. Boom. With Merry that, Christmas. We've created
0: the wonderful holiday list. Oh uh, So. So uh, check out the show notes for those of you interested in seeing a little bit more information on what the dads have tossed out to you regarding their wish lists and their holiday disaster items, uh, disaster wish list items, I guess. Maybe not a disaster item, um, but we really appreciate you joining us today for uh, episode number nine of the Disaster Dads. And again, check us out, disastersads.com or Disaster Dads on Twitter. And um, let us know what thoughts you may have about this episode Other episodes and what you'd like to hear us do in the future So uh, with that we panic so you don't have to And thanks everyone, bye
2: Boom